the Terminal Velocity Podcast. This is our kickoff inaugural issue zero. We're going to throw it back old school and go issue zero on this legacy numbering. Just know you're going to get lots of value with that issue <laughs> lots zero. Lots of value. This comes with its own variant cover. Good luck to you finding it. Uh, I am your one of your hosts, Scott. And I'm Andrew. Together we're going to cover some of our favorite comics, comic runs, comic characters, Geek culture. culture. We're going to dive into our pick of the week by the end of the entire podcast. And hopefully we're going to have a lot of fun along the way. So I think so. And, you know, like we're going to cover the news with a segment we're calling All Points Bulletin. We're going to discuss all the modern comics, uh, mainstream stuff, pretty much. Uh, Just anything that catches our interest that week. We're going to talk about um, Tapping the Speed Force, which is where where we're going to get into the modern mainstream stuff. Uh, mainly stuff that really interests us from the books that we're currently reading. We're also going to probably focus a little bit on the Flash, given that we're both some pretty interested Flash nerds. If you haven't guessed from our logo. Uh, and I think I said that we're covering mo- uh, mainstream on All Points Bulletin. That's not entirely true. It'll be everything. Um, but beyond that, we're going to also tap into Hyper Timing, which is to our adventure outside of the mainstream, where we look at indie comics and other little uh, interesting things that catches our, our drift. Uh, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Catches our fancy. We're going to also get into something we're calling uh, going on a run on the cosmic treadmill. So this is where we're actually going to get into some deep dives into some classic runs and really talk about what brought us into reading comics and the joys from having all of those old classic runs going. Some of them will be ones that we've read together. Some will be new to one or both of us. And we're really going to dive into it's that. Basically, we'll argue if it sucks or not. Yeah. And the last category is really where we get into something that boggles our mind. This is a a segment that we're just going to be calling I Don't Get It, where we'll talk about something like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Or Or why Iron Man's popular. (laughs) We're going to get into these kind of details. So, again, uh, hope you stay listening. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, our Twitter handle is... At Comics Terminal. Or you can check out our website at www.com. TerminalVelocityPodcast.com or .ca for our Canadian listeners. Yep, we're from Toronto. Live with it. Uh, Yeah, uh, I think we should just get to it. All right, thanks very much, and we'll catch you in the next issue. We don't hate Marvel either. (laughs) For those of you that kept listening, you're now going to hear our post-credit review. It's a stinger. (laughs) Of uh, Toronto Fan Expo. 2018. 2018, this was... uh, my first time going back to Fan Expo in quite a number of years. I don't think it had been... I had been there in at least at least 10 to 15 years for sure. I, I'm fairly similar. I, I went last year just as a quick... Uh, just as an escort, really. Um, just caught some figurines and whatnot. But this is the first year that I've really checked back into the comics section, which uh, is quite down uh, downscaled. Or, wait, is that, that's not a word. It's, re- I mean, it was really interesting. I remember going back to the Toronto Comic Convention when it was housed at, like, the, um, like, in the, in the hotel banquet rooms, and it was core comics, and there was next to nothing there, and then as Fan Expo kind of grew, it, it turned into more anime being mixed in, and then more video games coming through, and now it's at the point where there is one entire section of the convention that is just merchandise and just people 
in cosplay and all that. And it's while it's amazing to see, it's also slightly heartbreaking because now having been there with my kids, trying to show them the comics, then being like, well, we got to walk, you well, know, a luck, quarter good mile, luck, good luck with that. <laughs> a kilometer just to go and somewhere see in some the, the south comics. building in the basement in the back corner. And good luck if you like board games or magic or anything like that. Yeah, so, you're you're definitely relegated to the basement. You can you can go corners. on your own D and D quest to find that location. <laughs> and it was interesting because even the even the con exclusives that they had, they didn't have it up at that main floor where all these other cosplayers and that were. Where we went in with our tickets. Well, apparently and enough was, people found it because you you know only the forty five dollar version was still available. Yeah, so, well, yeah. I'm guessing that they only printed about twenty of the fifteen dollar version. So That's that probably true. The other thing. That's another thing that actually hasn't changed is the outrageous prices for signings and meeting celebrities. Um, I remember going, what year was that? Maybe 1998. Adam West was here with the uh, 60s Batmobile and everything, thinking I could get my Batman pillowcase signed. Um, uh, you know, when you get there and it's $150 and 1990s dollars, that's uh, it's uh, a little crushing. But yeah. uh, that well, hasn't changed. And I know that's exactly why when we walked up the stairs to get to the, the South Building, um, I know that's exactly why they had those big signs of don't stop and take pictures, no taking pictures, no stopping here. You know, that didn't because occur to me. Right on you could actually of see all of the celebrities were. I should have brought a telescopic <laughs> so, lens. I mean, I looked down and I saw Christopher Lloyd and I was like, oh, I should just sneak a picture there and save myself <laughs> 150 bucks. And with cameras these days... You know, I've got an iPhone 8. That security guard made sure that you did not stop there. Yeah, that was another annoyance. But uh, but it was, I mean, it was interesting. It was great to go back and it was great to finally yeah, get into the comic section. And I was also really happy having kids with me this time that they actually had a food court. I mean, that was a big difference from having to go outside for the hot dog truck. Yeah, get out to the chip truck, and that was really your option. <laughs> it was a chip truck, and that was it. If you didn't want that, you were getting whatever street meat was just there. Thank and goodness if you didn't for want corporate that, sponsors like shit pizza out pizza. of luck. Yeah, no, it was, it, it was definitely good to to kind of re rediscover it all. Um, I was happy to get into like the artist alley. Um, some questionable items there, but you know, like I can't fault somebody from doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm surprised at how many comic legends were just kind of relegated to the sidewall, uh, like you know Leonard Kirk or Dale Keown. Mm-hmm. Um, just really surprising. Uh, but you know, like it, I guess the the alley is even smaller than before, if that's possible. Yeah, there seemed to be a lot of people just kind of smushed really close together, and it seemed like they were trying to get maybe 10 artists on any one row. I know I got someone's arm sweat on my arm. Well, there was no getting away from various (laughs) sweats and smells and all sorts of things going on. Which reminds me, someone dropped a a deuce in their pants or something at one point. It it really just lingered. Yeah, I could smell that one for sure. I mean, I was holding on tight to the boys (laughs) as we were walking through to make sure that they didn't get lost in the push. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it was interesting because they had, the other thing I found really interesting was the, where they had the signings for the comic celebrities was right, right in the food court. That's true. It was just adjacent, right? To the right of the pizza, pizza. Which is both awesome and really mean because those guys are sitting there for a long time (laughs) getting really hungry. They they probably have buskers (laughs) that bring them a slice or something. I guarantee that they do. (laughs) But, uh, it was really good. I was really happy to go back, um, 
definitely going to be going back um, next year for sure. Kids have already asked if they can, if this is something that we can start to do on an annual basis. Well, he, he even wanted the sec, even two years from now, he was saying he wanted to come back. Yeah, yeah. So we'll definitely be doing that. The other thing that um, I was a little bit shocked and upset about that I was actually expecting to be able to do um, was pick up some more modern comics. Some that's, of the stuff that that's was on surprising to shelves. me. I, was, I, I couldn't believe it because, you know, that's what. It's the lifeblood of the comics right now is really is, is new issues and current runs, but uh, good luck finding them. Um, it definitely shows where the current state is of the industry, though, where it's guys more along our age who have some disposable income that are now filling in their back issues as opposed to when we were too young. We didn't have the money to be able to do that. That is true. So getting, I guess, the most recent issues made more sense or just getting trades. I begrudgingly spent $5 an issue on some 1980s Batman and Superman, which that hurt a little bit. Yeah, I really wanted to do that, and I was (laughs) living vicariously through you as you just loaded up giant stacks, but (laughs) it wasn't something I could stomach uh, at the time. I'm I'm lucky the wife was okay with it. It It was brutal. Um, it, it was nice to see that there were dollar bins still around, uh, mostly relegated to variant covers and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the versions that nobody wants. Yeah. But uh, at least those variants in, in those eras still looked like the actual book and not just kind of like a clean typeface type cover, mm-hmm. you know, showcasing Jim Lee or something. Um, yeah, I'm also getting those, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I, it was It was a lot of fun. I'll definitely be going back. Um, it, I'm glad to see that it, the industry is getting to where it is. Despite my bitching, I think I probably enjoyed it more uh, than I did before. I, 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 I'm actually anxious to go back again. Uh, I'm hoping that the Toronto Comic Con is still a thing. I, I would like to see a more comics-focused convention again. Um, no, it was definitely fun uh, going for back issues and, and seeing what's still out there. Mm-hmm. Um I, I you know I wish I had a little more time to maybe go for signings. Um, that's still outrageous in terms of lining up, but you know that's to be expected at, at Fan Expo. Definitely, and that's something where I'm, I'm glad we've got the spectacle. But like you, I would like to see something that's just a little bit more comic focused that we could get in, where we're not necessarily going to get raked over the coals for a back issue or special edition or you know you know Batman four twenty six. <laughs> yeah, uh, George, uh, you know, he, he had the best deal this year. Uh, he's actually the one seller I remember from back in the day. Uh, I didn't recognize any of them other than maybe Gotham Central. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't care. I'm dropping names. Um, I, I will give shout-outs to DC, uh, their little section. They actually seem to give a crap. They they gave out free issues. Um I mean, it was marketing materials, but it's still something. Hey, um, they have free issues, and they had that free get your picture in with that's some true. of the That's true. That, that you, can see, you can see us on our website, um, where we had, I joined the, the Bat family. and uh, I'm, I am one with the Legion of Doom, yeah, as that, is close to my heart. It's pretty fitting, I think. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know what that says about me, but I appreciate it. I mean that in the, the most respectful and endearing way. Well, and you better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell that. Um, but yeah, no, like DC, uh, at least you know, for a Canadian show, they brought something. Uh, Marvel had basically no presence um the only thing i saw with any marvel signage was as it was attached to the hasbro booth and i'm still not really sure because we didn't go in there like yeah exactly that was well the hasbro if it stayed the same as last year it's just basically a a retailer so it would have just been the latest marvel legends 
action so. figures and props, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely not comics related. Yeah, the only other thing that I really hope that they change for next year is maybe some of the pricing. Um, tickets, <laughs> tickets were very expensive for you know just the admission. I, I'm really impressed that they have something like family tickets now, not to get all you know father on people about that. Uh, well, at least you can bring the kids listeners. basically free. Yeah, um, the kids were basically free in it. It was just how the pricing worked out, but. All in all, it was a great convention. I will definitely be going back. So. I think I definitely will be too. Uh, maybe even other shows, which we can talk about if or when that actually happens. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, it's definitely it's it's good to see it alive and well. And it's unfortunate that comics it doesn't have the same presence. But uh, you know, with the latest movies, it it it, it might grow again. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But uh, it's definitely a good time to be uh, in geek culture and uh, to be a fan. Yep, and hopefully, uh, if any of our fans are listening and they spot us out there next year, definitely come up, say hello, let us know what you think of the podcast. Yeah, that'd be great. Otherwise, I think that was it. Thanks for hanging in for the post-credits. That is definitely a post-credit scene. That is 100%. <laughs> Take care. See ya. <laughs>